Hey, what's up everyone? It's JJ Zacharyson from, of course, Living the Stream. After recording this week's podcast, we noticed a technical error with some of the audio on Denny's end. No, he shouldn't delete his account. There must have been something going on with the program that we used to record. Throughout the second half of the podcast, his voice is incredibly choppy. It's going to be annoying and it's going to suck, and I totally understand if you don't want to listen to the podcast. I apologize and I really hope that the podcast is still somewhat enjoyable for you this week. Thanks for your understanding. Doctor, is is this Twitter account? Is it, is it going to make it? It's touch and go. At CD Carter 13 is in bad shape. Very bad shape. Oh, oh God. How did it come to this? I'm afraid another bad tweet and this account is a goner. Medically speaking. Wait, wait, doctor. I, I see something. I see the account. It's, it's moving its finger. It's, it's tapping. Oh my God. Look, look, the finger, it's moving up and down. I think, I think it's Morse code. Move aside. I know Morse code. The account is saying, it's saying... What, Doc? What the hell is it saying? It's saying, Jared C-O-O-K. Cook. Jared Cook. Yes, yes. It's saying, Jared Cook, the G-O-A... T. Oh, God, no. No, that's a horrible take. I... Fantasy Football Podcast called Live in the Stream comes to you each week. Streaming recommendations during NFL season. It's not just tongue and cheek. Quarterback defense tight end recommendations based on opposition matchups. Here are your parts. I'm sweating for our applicants to the Living the Stream Fantasy Football League this year. I, I all, all the pressure is mounting. A lot of people talking about it in our mentions lately. I've I feel I feel nervous for you guys. Way more people than I thought were going to be talking about it. Like way more. Way, like we got we got oh, we got like 200 applications to this thing. We mm. I mean it's just it's insane. And, and the thing. The, the hardest part, obviously, was getting it to the 11 people, because obviously we have me, you, and Tom in this 14-team league that we're doing. Um, and, and if you haven't listened to the podcast since we returned, then you would have no idea what we're talking about right now. We have a fantasy <laughs> league that we're doing. We, we sent out questions, six questions for people to answer, to, and the best answers, whoever had the best application, if you will, uh, will be joining this league, this 14-team league. And Tom, Tom being Tom Everett Scott, the uh, we're bringing Hollywood to to the to the league as always. Yeah, as always. Really? Yeah. Um. So yeah, we got a ton of applications. So this episode is going to probably remind you a bit of the DGAF episode that we do every year, uh, because we're not going to be talking about football in this episode. Bare, barely, it really not at all. Almost not at all. Although football things are happening. Football things are happening. I was gonna rant about that trade, that Browns. Uh, Eagles debacle. Eagles debacle. Like, all right, maybe I will. Just for a second. <laughs> this is just like, so, like, people people really, this is like the, the definition of process over results, right? Where where people look at what happened in this trade, and I wrote that article today on Number Fire, where it is very clear that the Browns got a way better deal in, in this trade for Carson Wentz. Wait, well, sorry, for the second overall pick, which is going to be Carson Wentz. Um and and people are like, well, what if Wentz is this is this stud? Like, what if what if Carson Wentz? It, it doesn't matter. That's not the point, guys. The point is that the Eagles are so arrogant in the way that they draft that they think they can just give away as much as they gave away uh, and, and come out on top. I mean, if you use Chase Stewart's uh, um, uh, draft value chart that he created, which is based on approximate value, which is Pro Football Reference's way of measuring uh, production and performance, uh, the 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 twenty sixteen picks that the Eagles gave for the, to, to the Browns for this draft pick, the Browns still won the trade only with the 2016 picks. 
And then oh you, my goodness. And then you God. add in the first and second round future pick for like a for like a fourth, essentially. And it's just it's just out of this world. They just fleeced the Eagles. It was crazy. Um, but, what's that? You, you, I was gonna say, you know, you know what that formula is not factoring in though, and I think this is important. Uh, the fact that Carson Wentz will be a six-time Super Bowl champion, yeah, exactly. I think right. that that's not right. Exactly, yeah. and, and that's the, that's that's the the clear point to make here is that the Eagles are so arrogant in in, car, in in their own evaluation that they're willing to just do this, and the same goes for fantasy football. And this is what we preach all the time on this podcast, and what we talk about all the time. You're going to be wrong, and you need to play for the fact that you're going to be wrong. You're going to miss on picks. This is entirely why you load up on those running backs and wide receivers early in your draft, and you can wait at the quarterback position because if look. If you were going to have a perfect draft rounds one through four, then sure, take Aaron Rodgers in the fifth round. But you're not going mm-hmm. to. You're just not no. going to. So that's that's really. I mean, it just plays in perfectly uh, with with what we we talk about on this podcast each and every week. So I thought I'd bring that up. Let's. This is too serious, though. I mean, it's a little serious, but but it, it's so absurd. This trade is so absurd <laughs> and, and so one sided. And and you know what I love? I love that guy Tony Grossi, Grossi, mm-hmm. who's the beat writer for the uh, for the Browns. Mm-hmm. He's he's out there saying the Browns got destroyed in this trade. Right. They're what does he say? He they're chasing ghosts. They're listening listening to their analytics people, which obviously is a disaster because numbers can't be right. And uh, and, you know, he's so he's destroyed the team over this. Meanwhile, like by every objective measure, mm-hmm. he's wrong. Mm-hmm. And the Browns won this trade by a thousand miles. Right. It's and, just... and the problem is, is that if and when Carson Wentz is really good, then people are going to look back on yeah. this and say that the Browns were idiots. But but no, like objectively right now, before we've seen. Wentz hit the football field. We know objectively that the Browns just destroyed this trade. The Cleveland Browns. This is and it, what's funny is yesterday I was talk. I was tweeting randomly on on Twitter about how how people are like so up in arms about how bad the Browns offseason has been, as if like they went eleven and five last year, as if right. like as if like this freaking matters that they that they just blew up the team. It doesn't matter. They went three and thirteen. They have the second overall pick in the draft because they were so bad. And people are like frustrated with the way their offseason has gone. If anything, this is exactly what they should be doing. Like what yeah. they what they've done is precisely what the Browns should do. Precisely. Yes. Finally, finally, right. after all these years. Uh yeah, I mean it's just, you know, the the whole process is 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 a debacle. And I think it's funny you have people out there defending the Eagles. And you, you can find it. actually I saw someone destroy uh, an analysis of it and say that uh if you factor in numbers of course the browns are going to win well i mean right. like what <laughs> then what are we talking about right. i mean it's 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 crazy to me uh but yeah so that that was a a shocker today also the josh norman thing was a was a pretty big shocker. oh man what a that's hardcore yeah by the panthers by it, the, it, that, is, it is i've been in many I, many debates with my with my friend if they're listening probably not my, my charlotte friends about josh norman and how important the cornerback position is in football these days and yeah. like how, you know, obviously, like, edge rush and, like, defensive line play is very, very important. But, you know, they, they, they go hand in hand. A good, a good secondary, which is usually led by, by an elite corner, uh, can help a pass rush tremendously and vice versa. So, like, it's going to be very interesting if Josh Norman is not a Panther next year, how that defense is going to look. Because that, the, the, corner, the corner position for Carolina is not very deep at all. Not deep. No. So, it's going to be super interesting. I was, that, was a, that was just as much of a shock as the trade today. Uh, Josh Norman is 29 years old. He is. Is that is that correct? So what? Where has I'm I I'm sorry, but what? How's that possible? I I didn't see he's been in the league for eight years. Yeah, I mean, there's just there's there's talk that it's a he's a he's a one year wonder and so on and so forth, and that he can only play in like you know play zone at, at corner. That's why you know he stays on the same side of the field all the time. Yeah. Um, so I mean, there's there's I, like I get those concerns. I totally get it. My my pushback always with it with Norman is if you have the chance to have this elite corner, like if they get another two years, let's say, out of what they got this past year out of Josh Norman, like you got it, you got to hold on to that. Like you you have to do what you can to hold on to that, just because of, of what the of the impact that he has on that defense. I mean, mm-hmm. I understand the defensive line was great this year, and, and it's very very talented, and they need to sign guys long term. Uh, but at the same time. Um, the, you know, the Carolina defense took another step forward this year and a lot of it has to do with Josh Norman. A lot I, I, yeah. And on the fantasy side of things, I, I see a lot of people 
uh, saying, and maybe maybe rightfully so. I'm not saying that this is totally invalid, but saying Julio Jones this is big. This is a big boost for him. Uh, I mean, I don't know if we all recall, but Julio ate his lunch, ate Norman's lunch in Week 16. Had what, like almost 200 uh, receiving yards and a touchdown. So yeah, I can't remember uh, one. You know, and, I I don't know. And who and who who is dra- like if you're drafting based on two games? Yes. I mean, come no. on, guys. That, like, yeah, that, that, that's another that's another arrogant way of drafting because you're assuming that right. they're going to be duds in those two games or vice versa. Like you don't you can't predict that. that that's like that's like drafting based on the weather, you know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So th- that's our football talk. For although there's there's gonna be like football talk, but it's gonna be like making fun of our picks football talk. I would say it's it's footballish talk. Yeah. 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 Before we get into the applications and so on, I do want to make an announcement. I said this. I, I tweeted this out. We did donate $320 to No Kid Hungry this week. I know that that might not seem like a ton of money, let's say, uh, but the, the it's, it's really cool, actually, because we're only making, like, the way that the, the shop that we have set up, it's not like, we ha- like, it's not like we're printing the shirts ourselves, right? So it's, it's all done through Spreadshirt, and we get a commission based on every T-shirt that we sell. It's like 2 to $4 commission, depending on the T-shirt. Uh, and then all of that added up is what added to the 320. So we sold like 130 t-shirts or something. Um, right. That, that's important. Uh, yeah. So it's not, yeah, it's not, it's awesome. not like we're just giving the revenue away. We're giving the, the commit because we're not making anything on this. We're just giving what we would have made to No Kid Hungry. Right. Exactly. So I just want to make that announcement. So we'll we'll continue to, to make shirts and such uh this off season so that you guys can buy them so we can continue to feed kids i think that they said they, they sent a tweet back they said that it fed three it was worth three thousand meals yeah it's awesome it's very yeah good which fit. is awesome hey by the way uh we need a we need a tie rod shirt i think mm. very good call very good yeah. call. all right application time so it was it was pretty insane. It was like every every like ten minutes, my inbox would get hit up with "delete your account, Denny," because that was the, <laughs> that was the subject line that I told people to send the, uh, the the applications to. So my whole inbox for a while was "delete your account, Denny's." Um, we got we got submissions from from Norway, which I tweeted the video out from Norway. We'll, we'll get to them in a second. Tel Aviv. Uh, England. I mean, all across. The, it was crazy. I was very surprised. I'm just glad that we're international. So it's living the stream international. I I N T L, if you will. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Who who would have thought that we had such a an international follow? I mean, we have Hollywood represented. I mean, Tom like, ever Scott. Like, you know? What's amazing is that there there were people in Tel Aviv last year streaming Nick Foles because of us. Oh God, I'm so sorry. That probably. That was probably bad for the peace process there yeah, really between probably. Israel and Palestine. I'm really sorry if that interrupted. Uh, yeah. Well, I just, I just, I just made a, uh, I just, I just made a joke about Palestine and Israel. Yeah. So I think we can shut down the show now. Yep. Delete everything. Delete everything. Yep. We're done. All right. We're done. Um, but there were some, there were some other weird things that happened with these applications. Like you know the uh, the Gronk, Jay Cutler, Stafford question, of course. Um, some people randomly just just decided to replace like not even they didn't even say it in the, the answer they just decided to replace Gronk like multiple people with JJ Watt like mm-hmm. like they just they just replace like like JJ Watt was Gronk in the question that's such a D gaff by the way that's, <laughs> like, that's pretty, like, I don't even care yeah it's a pretty D gaff move uh, some other highlights we got a uh, a, a picture because you know we asked for pictures from everyone from uh, a man named Warren Foreman. Thank you, Warren, for sending over the application. Um, and it's it's a picture of he's a wrestler. So it's and I always tweet about how stupid the WWE is. <laughs> so he says he says side note my pick I'm sending it's is me in regards to you hating wrestling. Thanks, I guess. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. But do people wait? Do real wrestlers? Do you mean he's like dressed up as oh, one of his yeah. like characters? Yeah, he's got like the the, the spandex on and stuff. Uh, okay, because I thought that I thought that like real wrestlers didn't consider WWE to be actual wrestling. Oh no no, I mean like I mean like like WWE type wrestler, not like. Oh, so he's like uh, that movie, The Wrestler, where they're just like crushing people, crushing each other in like backyards. Correct. Well, he it looked he looked pretty legit. Oh, yeah, I don't mean Warren. I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, that sounded very so rude. Daddy, this could be his... I'm, that is incredibly rude, and Jeez. I'm sorry. But man, you're just but... crushing everyone. Every, every type of demographic right now. You're, I know. You're crushing, yeah, I'm... crushing amateur wrestlers and people in Tel Aviv. Man, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty much going to alienate our entire audience by the end of this episode. But uh, 
Uh, I have to say, I also don't get wrestling, but I guess maybe we can go yeah. on that tangent another time. Yeah, we'll do that another day. Uh, another guy sent a picture, uh, Matt DeShane. Uh, he sent a screenshot. This was pretty funny. He sent a screenshot of a tweet that he sent to the Living the Stream Twitter last year that said, I'm stacking Foles, Britt, and Cook in the Millie Maker. Will you guys accept a donation when I win? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Uh, and then there were some people who clearly didn't um, think about the demographic that they were sending to because one guy, Brendan Patterson, had a Snapchat or had a Snapchat picture of him wearing a Flyers jersey, flicking it off, saying "F the Pens" in the. Well, which, which, I mean, geez. which I know you don't you don't care about hockey, but come on, you, I mean, it's JJ Zacharyson at gmail was the email address that people were sending it to. So Brendan, right, come on, man, I hope you don't do that with your job application. That's that's hurtful. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, right. I'm sure he's applying for job sending a picture of him uh, uh, in, a, in a Flyers jersey, probably tipsy, flipping something. <laughs> probably very tipsy. But wait, isn't that, wait, isn't that like, um, isn't that like a standard issue situation for a, for a Flyers fan? Isn't that what, like... hating the Penguins? No, like, oh, like being, being, drunk? being belligerent and, and, oh, yeah. and, okay. and just yeah, like a just, threatening people. They, they, they were crazy in their last, their last home playoff game. They, they do that. That's, that's, that's Philadelphia fans. See, now we're alienating them. <laughs> well, there we go again. Okay. My gosh. All right. So what we're going to do, in the, like, layout-wise with this podcast, I'm going to read, like, 10 to 12, like, really good answers that we had of people that, unfortunately, did not make the cut. And then we're going to go into the 11 other people that did make the cut that will be playing uh, in the Living the Stream Listener League this year. Denny, by the way, your team name has to be the Maryland Mediocres in this league. Uh- Oh no, it's done. Okay. It's done. Okay. I I am going to be the Maryland Mediocres, <laughs> which, as if 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 anyone missed it, that's the name of my first <laughs> fantasy team. I decided to go with Maryland Mediocres because you know self deprecating and all. I mean, you know, you can't get better than that if you're trying to make fun of yourself while also trying to actually be good, but not really being good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, our, the, so you know, we asked the six questions. Uh, the first one being, is Alex Smith Jesus or God? Uh, the, the second one being the you, you're doing a Memorial Day barbecue uh, and Gronk, Matthew Stafford and Jay Cutler are there who's uh, grilling the burgers, getting the beer, making the playlist. Another question was Home Alone 1 or Home Alone 2. Uh, another I don't even remember all the all the questions anymore. Um, the by the way, my, my dad will be very upset about the Alex Smith question. I just want you to know. Oh, I, oh, yeah. I, I, I believe that. Uh, he's 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 gonna say, well, which which one uh, uh, saved your soul? Uh, <laughs> is is the is really the the answer? Uh, and the the answer is Alex. So go ahead. Correct. The another one was what your worst pick in fantasy football was in, in a fantasy football draft. Um, what's your favorite living the stream moment? And then who should replace Denny on the podcast? We had a lot of repeat answers, as as you might guess. But here's here's the, here's the first one. This is from Sean Fiquette. I'm going to butcher names all podcasts. Oh, this is this is worse than Twitter handles because I actually have to read your last name. And it's not like sexy girl 92 because, <laughs> because, that's, what? because that's what the people who tweeted us and asked us questions. Uh, wow. We had, a, we had a lot of applications I didn't expect. <laughs> uh, this is Sean Fiquetti. Fiquette. He says, I, this is what's your favorite living the stream moment. He said, I read this question two ways. First way, what's my favorite moment from the podcast, which is easily Denny's dad, which, by the way, was probably 70% of the answers. Wow. Um, I was convinced that episode was scripted comedy routine. And then <laughs> just out of the blue, out of nowhere, and I have this bolded in my notes, my least favorite moment, moment is every time Denny talks. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> that is a killer. Unbelievable, unbelievable. I mean, it's amazing that he listens to the show. Honestly, it's amazing that anybody listens to the show with, <laughs> right, the, with exactly. the amount of hate that I get. <laughs> well, just in general, I mean, this show is trash. <laughs> <laughs> it totally just is. hot garbage, guys. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't know what you're doing with your lives, but... Um, so... I thought that was uh, was pretty funny. The next, the next one. So, Sean, I'm sorry, but you didn't, you didn't make the cut because um, I'm reading answers from people who didn't. The next one is Warren Foreman. So this was um, this was the Home Alone one or Home Alone two answer. I'm, I'm not trying to be a dick. It's just hard, man. We got to make cuts. <laughs> I mean, this sorry, is, wait a this second. Is, this is basically like hard knocks, man. I'm sorry, but you know what's gonna happen. 
here's what's going to happen. People are going to jump ahead in this podcast and they're going to hear their name and be like, oh, yeah, I got <laughs> right, in. Gonna... I got in. And then, <laughs> and then they're going to get to the part right. where you're like, hey, sorry, dude. Anyway, next one. All right. Well, then I'm going to have to say that for every person. That's true. Wait, do we have two Warrens? We had Warren Zevon and who else? No, we had we had Warren. Th- oh. This is the same. This is the same Warren. I'm I'm bringing oh. him up again. So wrestler Warren. He said th- this one was actually this was pretty funny. I I thought at least it said uh, it was the Home Alone one or Home Alone two one. He said the correct answer is Home Alone three, which is not the correct answer by the way, Warren. No. But he said, while vastly underrated, a star in the rat form was born. Have you seen Home Alone three, Denny? Mm-mm, no. Oh, well, then you're not going to know this. Sorry. So there's a rat in Home Alone 3 named, named Doris. Okay, it's the kid's rat. He said, the rat's name was Doris. Being an obsessed child, I would stall the username Doris at AOL.com as much as possible, who wound up shutting me as that person was a scientist, according to them. I also bought a white pet mouse, named her Doris, and she bit my friend's mom and made her bleed. Wow. Wait, so th- so people actually saw Home Alone 3 and decided to name things after thing- stuff in that movie? Wow. Like, that movie was hot trash. Mm. It is worse than this podcast. Wait, wait, wait. wait were, were the, were the uh, guys in it, the, the crooks? No, completely different. It was a completely, I mean, same pseudo, same storyline, but it was, you know, the kid was at home. It was that one adorable kid that was in like, uh, oh, um, oh, oh, the adorable kid. The what? No, whenever I said that, you were like, oh, like as if like the adorable kid is this like obvious kid. Wait, no, but I remember it was the kid from, from the Santa Claus. Mm, no. I don't, I think he was in, um, you know what movie he might have been in was, um, one fine day. Uh, I mean, there were three kids in the '90s who were not hideous, so right. that's right. that's that's. I'm just drawing off of that. Right. I, I got you. I got you. Uh, so the next one is from <clears throat> John Duvall. I'm sorry, John, you did not make the league. I just I thought that his answer to the first question was really good because people really overthought the first question, the Alex Smith Jesus or God one, which yeah, we obviously reference him as Jesus all the time. Like right. he is he is Jesus, guys. Don't don't try to don't don't make this more complicated than it needs to be. So his answer was Jesus, good weeder question. Which Oh that, that's that is that's what it is. Right, right. So I just figured I'd, I'd bring that up on the podcast because And we should we should talk about weeder questions on four twenty. Am I right? Alright, next one. This is from Tom Geiger. Tom, I'm very sorry. You did not make the league. You're having a Memorial Day barbecue. Again, Gronk, Cutler, Stafford are there. Who grills the burgers? Who gets the beer? Who makes the playlist? Okay, here we go. See, I haven't I haven't I haven't looked at these answers in a while, so like when I read them, it's probably going to be read poorly and I might laugh halfway through cuz they're funny. And we could just edit the whole thing. Right, right. Uh, Gronk can run the music. I know this results in a 5-hour loop of flow ride as my house, possibly longer. This party ends at question mark after all. But if that's what it takes to distract Gronk from declaring Nocta, then I'll take it. Uh, Jay Cutler is already a dad, so he can grill the burgers. He'll probably serve us raw meat or forget or forget to turn the oven on or even show up at all, and that's fine, TBH. It's, prefer- it's preferable uh, to him buying uh, Jenny Cream Ale. I've ne- I haven't heard of that ale before in my life mm-hmm. uh, because it's on sale or blasting Third Eye Blind's greatest hits because it's the first album listed in his Spotify catalog. <laughs> Stafford is on beer duty. This is this is the best part, I think. Stafford is on beer duty. If you run a Google image search on him, half the images are kegs. He's not mm-hmm. even in them. It's just the keg. <laughs> <laughs> so good, so good. So that was wow. that was the that was the, the Stafford thing. I thought was pretty funny. Right. So the the starting quarterback and the franchise player for the Detroit Lions is a keg. Is a keg. Is a, is a keg. I'm sorry, Tom. Though you did not make the cut. All right, this one is Dylan Warnock. Um, <clears throat> this one I thought was a good, a good answer to the Home Alone 1 or Home Alone 2 question. His answer was, <laughs> I always select Peach when playing Mario Kart 64 in order to demonstrate to all my competitors I can beat them with any character, and Block Fort is the best battle arena. I didn't see a question on Mario Kart and assume you made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that is a universal thing. I don't know anything about um uh mario kart beyond nintendo 64 by the way yeah i don't really either 
Did, did he say N64? He or something 64. Else? Hey, but what did he block, block oh, Ford, was oh, the battle one of the battle ones? Oh, battle is garbage. Battle is like, garbage. Well, that's why he got cut. Yeah, battle battle is is terrible. It's not fun. It's it, I mean, come on. Right. If if you want to have an awful Saturday night, then play battle. I would say if you want to have an awful Saturday night, then you're at home playing N64. But well, it, true. But Denny, if you're 12, I'm 32. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I don't have time for that. All right, next one, Nathan T. Sanford. I'm sorry, Nathan, you did not make the league. Um, he, he, he did. He did a couple things. The first for for the Jesus question. I thought this was fun. He took a, a Jesus is my homeboy T-shirt and just Microsoft painted. Like just just crappy Photoshop, uh, crossing out things that says Jesus and Alex Smith are my homeboys instead of Jesus is my homeboy, and it looked really hilarious. I should post some of the the Photoshop stuff that we that we got because they were very good. Um, so the the uh, he said leaving Stafford to grill the burgers. Amazingly, he seems the most responsible of the trio. He'll probably overthrow overthrow, and then he crossed out throw and said cook them though. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a nice touch. By the way, I was thinking about all our Alex Smith love and all of our listeners. Alex Smith love. We we are the only ones in the football universe who love Alex Smith because fantasy footballers generally laugh at the prospect of using him in any format ever. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs fans hate Alex Smith. Forty uh, ers fans hate Alex Smith. Everyone despises him. We're the only ones. So really, can we get? Can we get you on the show, Alex? I mean, yeah. Why? Why can't we get Alex Smith on the show? We are the only ones who like you. We are the, literally the only ones. I, I think. Well, there, to be fair, there are the the two QB people. Like Sal. Sal loves him. I know that. That's yeah. You know what? You're right. I got. Well, I'm, not, I'm just saying we gotta we gotta call that out. To, to be honest, though, the person that we do need to get on the podcast is Niles Paul. Yeah, it goes without saying. Right. Right. Next one. So sorry, Nathan. You're not in the league. Uh, next one, Matt Palmer. You also are not in the league, but you had a good answer. Um, for his oh, okay. So th- for this this was a, a best moment one. He uh, he he didn't play a certain tight end that he should have on a Thursday night game because he because he picked up uh, one of our streamers right, and he the, the streamer that he picked up was Derek Carrier. Okay, Carrier. Every, everyone ridiculed him at work. Because he picked up Derek Carrier and no one and no one knew who he was, who Derek Carrier was. I'm not even talking about the haircut, but every time you mention Derek Carrier, you instantly think of the haircut, and that's why you right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but the crazy thing is, he 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 pinpoints the Derek Carrier move as the reason that not only did he make the playoffs, but he won the championship. Because if not for winning the game, which he did by the slightest of margins, because he says of Derek Carrier. He would never have gotten that W to make the playoffs, and then he went on a championship run. So Derek Carrier, that pick, Denny, won someone a championship. Hey, look at it. 11 PPR points. That'll do you good every time. Yeah, right? yeah. nothing better than, than – than, dude, I keep picturing that picture in my head of him without hair. I keep picturing the picture of me with Derek Carrier's <laughs> haircut. Yeah, that's true, too. My my friend Marielle made that and and she sent it to me and I I screamed for like fifteen minutes. That's that is it's a very <laughs> it's a great picture though. Uh, so sorry, Matt, you're not in the league. Um, this next one is Jim Bahey. Okay. Who's not in the league? No, the Jim, league. you're not in the league either. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at Jim. It's just this is so brutal to be look, like. Denny, look, you got we got to make cuts, man. I'm not good. I'm not good at this. We should have had 15, 14 team leagues. That's what we should have done. I actually thought about that at one point, but then um, we'd have to hire someone to do the maintenance. Oh yeah, definitely. No, we'd, and we're giving we'd... all our money to No Kid Hungry. Right. So we can't. We can't hire anyone. Uh, this is from Jim. He says, uh, "Alex Smith is Jesus. I know this because I was also Jesus in my middle school production of Living Stations of the Cross. You can see the proof in my attached photo." Us Jesuses stick together, and then he attached a photo of himself when he was like eight as Jesus in, the, in this play. Thought it was pretty funny. It's not that funny whenever I read it back. So sorry. But that, that's but that's pretty intense. Very, I have to it's say. true. It's very... For a kid, a kid to have to play. Did he have a beard? Or yeah. No? Well, yeah, well, yeah, no, yeah, he he grew one out for. for... Yeah, I'm just, is, is, is he have a fake beard? <laughs> yes, this this okay. eight year old. You know, we should have. I mean, I, we could have had Benjamin Button in this freaking league, and I said no to no, him. I'm sorry, Jim. 
Um, uh, no, but, no. But he, that, he, that's intense. It, it's it's a lot of responsibility to be. It to is. Be Jesus. I I once uh, in my sixth grade Christmas uh, play uh, Christmas program, I was a shepherd, uh, and uh, no one uh, played anything close. Uh, let's see, we only had shepherds. We I think we had a uh, mannequin playing Mary. Really? Yeah, no one was allowed to play Mary. Like, like that was sacrosanct. Interesting. But yeah, I, and I had a solo, by the way. Oh, which you, was, you had a solo? Do yeah, and my, and my voice was so high. We have the video. I have the video. No way. Uh, home, home video. Yeah. Denny, can you please did. post that to your account? And then, like, like quite literally, like, please, I, you, you might be able to reverse the delete your account stuff. Oh, or, oh, or just definitely. make it in, infinitely worse. I would also, I would actually, that would, that video would kill like 30 of my followers <laughs> because they would just, they would just laugh until they were dead. Dude, was, you, need to, you need to put that up. I'll consider it. You need to put that on YouTube. <laughs> that would be incredible. Denny the Shepherd. That's a, gr- that's also a great Twitter handle uh, for anyone that wants to see CD Shepherd 13. I think that's going to happen <laughs> this week. Absolutely. Uh, next one. This is Josh Kronz. Okay. Um, this I, I'm reading this, Denny, because it's actually a great segue. You think that everyone hates you, but they don't. Okay. Josh Kronz, when asked, should Denny be replaced on Living the Stream and who should replace him? He said, I am a Denny truther. What? I believe in Denny as a tweeter and as a co-host. I will go to the grave with this stance on Denny. Without Denny, how would I know about the connection between exorcist vomiting and fantasy football? How would I know when to bring up my white guilt in fantasy football conversations? I, I wouldn't, and I refuse to accept that. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> right. Oh, man. But hey, I'm really happy to hear that I have a truther. <laughs> I mean, my wife is not a Denny truther, so uh, you know, let's let's just be honest <laughs> about it. Um, but yeah, wow, thank you, thank you, and and yeah, listen, hey, uh, uh, you know, feel that feel that white guilt. It's it's a, you know, it's it's important. So I'll I'll, get, I'll give you more of that if you keep following me on so, Twitter. You know, I am a Denny. When I read that, I just I almost I almost just deleted the email whenever I read that answer, but I kept it around. Sorry, Josh, it's, you are not in the league. Damn, that's uh, Josh. Listen, I'm I'm sorry about that. You should fly him I, out to your house. Yeah, as <laughs> I will I will let you observe me in my natural habitat. So messed up. Uh, next one. This is Neven Sh- uh, Stutzman or Nevin, probably Nevin. Nevin. Probably Nevin. Not Nevin. Sorry, no. I was sorry. My my. So you ever see the show Catfish? I, I know of yeah, it. Yeah, so the guy's name is Neve, and I saw the, the, the start of it, and that's why I said it that way. Gotcha. Um, so he said, Home Alone 1 or Home Alone 2? Why? That was the question. That's not what he said. That's what we asked. Um, he said, Home Alone 1, John Candy, however brief, the original, and, and as a father, uh, sorry, Home Alone 1, John Candy, however brief, it was the original, and as a father, it boggles my mind how terrible at pa- parenting Kevin's parents are. Forget him once, okay. It, I mean, it happened. But twice, and then you still get pissed when Kevin, who barely survives being alone in New York City solo, orders some room service. <laughs> Call CPS on these people. So that's I, I thought that was pretty funny. No, that's absolutely correct. And yeah, yeah, the yeah they get upset at the bill, right? At yeah, the, they get upset uh, at, the, I mean, like, how can you? What? No matter what Kevin McAllister did in either of right. those movies, you cannot be upset. Like, talk no, about and- talk about displacing your anger on your child. Exactly. I mean, you made a huge mistake, and and you're so you have to pay what like seven hundred dollar a seven hundred dollar bill or something. I mean, adjusted for inflation, I don't know how that was in nineteen ninety three dollars, sure, sure. but we'll we'll just call it like five five to seven hundred dollars. You know what? That's that's the that's the penalty. That's the penalty right. for forgetting your kid again for for so. not going to jail. Like these these people right. should be in jail. Like like that stupid redhead mom should be in jail. Like oh 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 the right yeah the redhead mom. Right. I'm, I'm going to say it has something to do with race, but I'm, let's just get, let's just go on. Yeah. Um, let, <laughs> the, the next one is um, from Max McCauley. I don't even remember this answer, so it'll be interesting. By the way, Nevin, you're not in the league. Um, Max McCauley, okay. What was the worst pick you ever made in a fantasy football draft? He said, 
Uh, I'm going to cheat and say C.J. Spiller. This is a cheat because I'm not talking about one particular draft or one particular year. I'm talking about a half decade of disappointment and failure. Indeed, I have a C.J. Spiller addiction. In my home league, I've drafted C.J. Spiller every single year. He's been in the NFL, save for one. Obviously, that one year was 2012 when C.J. Spiller lit the world on fire. Um, So I don't remember why I had this one in here. Well, I mean, that's devastating, I have to say. I, I mean, to, to be a truther oh. uh, uh, of a player? I, well, sorry. There's more to this. Now I realize why it's in here. So, C.J. Spiller's 2012 season sent me into a frenzy. The next season, I had the number 10 pick in the draft, and C.J. Spiller was the consensus going around number 5. But I had to have him. To make it work, I made my first and likely only ever fantasy trade aboard a private jet to Las Vegas. What? He took... He has a picture then of him on this private jet making this fantasy football deal, and that's the picture that he attached to the application. Wait, so this is Mark Cuban applying for a <laughs> Evidently, Max McCauley is insane. But he says in parentheses, I'm not rich. If I'm selected, I can tell you how we managed to get aboard a private jet to Vegas. Well, sorry, Max, you didn't get selected, but I would love to know the story. I mean, I wouldn't mind hearing it. I, that's wait. So you drafted a team on a private. This he made is, a trade, at least. I don't know if he drafted the. If he drafted the team, okay. then that's probably a first. This is. I mean, the only other person who's ever done that is Mitt Romney. <laughs> exactly. That's it. Right. It's only. It's 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 Mitt Romney and potentially Max McCauley. I'm not sure though yet. I, we need to. And we need the, the details. Right. Wow. Incredible. That that's why I had that question under that answer and on, on there. Um. This uh, this next one was sorry. Also, Max, you're not in the league. This next one is from Peter es- Escott. He said, "This is this is for the Home Alone one." He said, "Tough one, real tough." But I'll have to go with part one due to my hatred and disgust for birds. Whenever I watch part two, I cringe and dry heave at the scene where the pigeon lady is draped with birds all over her. Grotesque. People in real life that feed birds are insane in my mind as well. Birds equals the lowest form in the animal kingdom. <laughs> Wow. I mean, technically, I don't think that's true, but I, you know what? I used to, I, I used to work at a place where we ate outside when it was nice and I had a coworker who insisted on throwing food on the ground oh, the around worst. us and it would be, it would be a, a bird apocalypse situation. Oh it would God, be, delete your lunch. it would, yeah, it would be a bunch of birds flying around and, and, and it would be, you know, like nipping at, at your, at your feet and like flying right over your head. One time they, they, uh, it, chat to use a technical term on the table i mean oh. it was I, I was like begging this coworker, like can you please please god no no more crumbs dude no birds more. birds are the absolute worst we even had we have a freaking bird's nest in our mailbox right now did you see wow. me tweet about that this week i blocked you on twitter oh, okay gotcha all right never mind i won't get into that story uh peter escott i'm sorry that was a great answer i i thought that the uh the one thing that we did see that was consistent is a lot of people did not like the bird lady, which is why – I mean, a couple people were like, I love Home Alone 2 because of the pigeon lady, which is very odd uh, to me. Uh, but someone also referenced the pigeon lady was in another movie, and they referenced the movie in the application, and I'm blanking now. But it, like, blew my mind that she was in this other movie. Uh, she was in uh, with uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. She was in the movie with Daniel Day-Lewis, I think. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, Anyway, the goat, by the way, the goat. Yes. Uh, this next one's from Peter Lee. This is a, uh, a, a, a kind of a, a heartfelt one, kind of one that it's good to reminisce and think about and, and look back on, Denny. What's your favorite Living the Stream moment uh, is what we asked. His answer, Peter Lee's answer, the podcast theme song with the tongue-in-cheek direct- directness of the lyrics sung over the twangy country honky-tonk. Goodness, the second half didn't even bother to rhyme. I love how seemingly absurd and self-deprecating it is, and just endear and it just endeared me uh, to you guys in the show, which is why I laughed so hard when I heard how the theme truly came to be, and how the absurd how how the absurdity of it was completely unintentional. I say that five dollars earned y'all a fan for life. Not a bad ROI, am I right? Keep up the great work on the pod, fellas. Stay corny, stay classy, stay yourselves. Absolutely! Wow, thank you. That's that's a very nice message. Yeah, yeah. And th- to be fair, I mean, like everyone that sent these applications in, ex- like, saved for like three of them, which I just deleted, said incredibly nice things about us, and it's it's really awesome. Uh, so, yeah. just another reason that's very hard to say, Peter Lee, you're not making the league. 
Did we did we get any uh, any applications? And by the way, everyone, uh, JJ and I uh, shared some applications, some of the highlights, but he did the uh, the brunt of the work here. Through oh, thanks. So, so if you got cut, blame me. Oh no, no absolutely. Don't blame me. <laughs> Listen, I would have accepted all of you, but JJ, no, I'm just joking. Um, no, but JJ did a lot of the work, so I thank him for that. Uh, so, uh, did anyone email in and just be like, "Yo, I want in the league"? Um. No, no one was that direct. There were people, some like some people just you know they degaffed it. They had like one word answers, and you know like the fact is, guys, there were people who made freaking videos to get into this league, and like like the 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 hard like if if they're putting that much effort into it, it's very difficult for me to be like, yeah, I'm gonna take the guy that just says Jesus for the first question. Right, uh, and uh, you know, uh, coming up with the fifteen hundred dollar entry fee is a whole other. Yeah, yeah, we haven't, yeah, we haven't gotten we'll into that, and, and <laughs> like how they're covering them and stuff for us. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Everyone. Uh, next one is from. This is the last one before we get into who is joining us in the league, Denny. All right, cool. This is from Chris Gentile, or it's just gentle, but I like Gentile. Home Alone one or Home Alone two, and why? I loved this answer because it's it's just great. Uh, he says, Home Alone 1 because it's full of hilarious one-liners that are still relevant. And then in parentheses, he said, look what you did, you little jerk. And then he said, this is, this is, this is like, like, look, Chris, this answer was almost got you into the league. I'm sorry that it didn't, but like, you got to pat yourself on the back for this. He says, it also taught me to refer to a cheese pizza as the Kevin McAllister special, which is a large plain cheese pizza just for me. Right, right. Which is absurd. Just, just died. Whenever I read that, I was just dying. How just how completely accurate and awesome that answer was. Because clearly, this guy's a Home Alone fan. Oh yeah, I mean, so you were when you read that, you just turned into the skull emoji. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. So those are the, those are the the best answers that uh, did not make the cut. Okay. Now we're going to get into the eleven people that made the league. Congrats to these people. I really should are be saying congrats. Congrats because you're playing with Tom, not because you're playing with us. Right, but are you are you going to read them consecutively and then talk about their apps applications? I'm going or? to read the the person's name and then kind of talk about okay. why we why that we went in that direction. Okay, the first one, other than me and Tom, to be in this league is Melinda Moshholder. Melinda actually sent a picture in, and she was wearing a Charlie Conway Team USA jersey. So that was ASAP in the league for me. But wow. the answers were also incredible. Uh, she, 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 for the, for the Memorial Day barbecue one, uh, there's this, it was just well-written. So I'm going to just kind of read you what, what she said. She says, okay, so it's Memorial Day. It's summer. It's barbecue time. Your best buds, Rob, Matt, and Jay are coming over. Super. Jay is clearly in charge of the grill because you all know Jay and how he's very particular about his meat. And God forbid anything gets cooked a, a degree over medium rare. And he's a dad now. And that's what dads do. Stafford handles the beer because he's thrown some sick keggers and really knows what, what beer, A, gets the party going, and B, that the chicks like. In parentheses, then, damn it, Stafford, we told you it's not that kind of party. This is, this is, this is the best part of this answer, and I bolded it in, in my notes. Many people at the party think that Stafford is amazing at picking out beer and tell you that, really, he's just a few cases away from being elite, when in fact he is actually quite subpar at picking out beer. Just brilliant, brilliant answer. That is that is really smart and well done. Yes, brilliant answer. And then she says, "Gronk Gronk promises a sweet playlist." Meanwhile, you make uh, or you make a backup playlist for when he blacks out a few hours in and his part and when he blacks out a few hours in and Party Rock has come on for the 128th time in a row. But bless his right. heart, every time it plays, he reacts as if he's never heard it before. <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah, uh, uh, yeah or the remix to party rock which is like four, 14 right, minutes long right. just just you know. right and he and every time i could just picture him like every time it would come on he'd like get this big glow on his face like he hasn't heard it all night right. even though they literally just finished listening to that so melinda you're in the league congrats this next one uh i don't know if his last name is really this but his email address was r towns uh and his name was robert so i'm assuming his name's robert towns um I, the, the main reason we went with Robert is because you could tell that he was a dedicated listener. He even had his picture of the Living the Stream t-shirt, which, by the way, a few people um, uh, did. But Robert is mostly in because the answers were 
incredibly heartfelt. And you could tell that he's he's been a lot around for a while, and I think that he deserved to get in uh, because of that. So there's no real like. Absolutely, I, I want to say about about Melinda, uh, our first uh, uh, entrant into the um, into the league. I'm very happy to have a woman in the league because uh, fantasy football in general, I think, and I think JJ agrees, is way way too much of a consolidated boys club. Right. And and so if I listen, if I can't win this league, which I desperately desperately want to. Uh, and then and, and I'm rooting for Tom and JJ to finish 13th and 14th respectively. Yes. Uh, then I want Melinda. I'm rooting for Melinda. Ooh. I hope you show Fire. the show the boy show the boys who who's who here. Fire. Uh, this next one is uh, that's in the league. So Robert, uh, you're in. Grats. Next one is Joe Latori. Okay, he's an English. The the reason that he's in he's an English teacher in New York. Okay, he. Uh, he actually listens to the podcast and then any of the crazy questions or things that we talk about on the podcast, he will then pull his students to see what the, like what, what the consensus is. So he pulled the students as to what the best, uh, Thanksgiving side is because we talked about that, I think 14 times in this podcast. And then he also actually asked them back in December, home alone one or home alone two, which then was on the application. So it was very clear that he listens a lot to this podcast uh, and that he's very into it. And I thought it was awesome that he actually took that a step further and asked his students. So he, he, he's really recruiting for us in a way. What, uh, um, yeah, yeah, he's creating uh, new generations. Right. I mean, that, I mean, we gotta, we gotta pay it back somehow. So when, yeah, so when we hand the uh, podcast off to, um, you know, our kids, then, then uh, we'll, have, we'll still have listeners. But um, uh, what, what was the result of the Home Alone 1 and 2? Um, you know? I, believe, I believe Home Alone 1 uh, did win. I don't, remember the, I don't remember the side dish thing. It was probably not Corn, though. No, I, oh, I, read, I read that result, and Corn was, like, finished third, which is an abomination and shows how many people hate America. But we'll just move yeah, on. These are probably, like, eighth graders, Denny. This is a disaster. <laughs> this, this next one. All right. So Joe. So right now, so far, we have Melinda, Robert, and Joe. Okay. Next one, we have Andrew Schmidt. Andrew Schmidt, you're in the league. Congrats. Uh, one of the so it, it, part of his his uh, party answer was was pretty good about Stafford. It was kind of along the same lines as Melinda's, but he said Matthew Stafford throws the burgers to Calvin Johnson to actually do the work of putting them on the grill. <laughs> which, which I thought was really good. Um, this Andrew also sent us pictures of not only his parents wearing Dad Runner and I Love a Dad Runner T-shirts, but his his in laws wearing them, which was which Thanks. was great. But oh yeah, those were great, and they looked so happy. Yeah, right. I mean, how could you not be happy wearing an I'm a Dad Runner T-shirt or I run like a Dad shirt? Um, so, but another thing in his moments, I'm going to read you what he said uh, for his moment because this is something when I read it, Denny, I actually forgot that this happened. Um, but then I remembered and I started laughing out loud. Okay, my actual favorite moment and the one that really got me hooked was in the fall of 2014. As Denny was going into his defensive streamers, he mentioned that if the Broncos were available in your league, you need to go now and pick them up. He felt so strongly about this that he also said that people should not stop to go to the bathroom before getting the Broncos D and should instead pee their pants whilst picking up the Broncos. The funniest part about this to me is the assumption or implication that there were... That, that there were people that already had to go to the bathroom, but for some reason were waiting until they were picking up a defense off the waiver wire to actually go to the bathroom, as if to say the waiver wire was a real place that was on the way to the bathroom in the house. So the reasoning there is, if I'm getting up to go get a defense, I might as well take care of going to the bathroom at the same time. I'm all about efficiency, but people need to download the app, on, the app to their phone. This really should have never been a dilemma that people were facing. Uh, I look at I I actually wear an adult diaper for most of the season right. because I because I I need to look at I need to be on the waiver wire. You never know what's gonna happen. And if you know if nature calls nature calls you you can't step away from that computer. If you're committed, you are gonna be peeing and pooping yourself all season. Yes, I I hear you. I hear you. I just forgot that that whole sequence happened. 
Yeah, I, I I remember that, and I remember I remember feeling like, what, what did I just say? And right. and then people which, were laughing. Which happens every single episode. Like when I said "sexy girl '92" this episode, and when I said "nudies" in the last episode. Hey, by the way, one hundred percent guarantee <laughs> that someone <laughs> a fan of the podcast will, will change their Twitter name, not their handle, but their name to "sexy girl '92." <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be incredible. All right, this next one might have been my favorite answer. So again, I'm gonna just reiterate: it. Andrew, you're in the league. Andrew Schmidt, Joe Latore, uh, Robert Towns, and Melinda uh, Moshholder. You guys are in the league right now. Uh, actually, you're in the league not just right now, but for the season. Uh, Dean Becerra, congratulations! Because this answer to to this specific question, like this specific part of the answer to the question blew my mind by the creativity and how hilarious it is whenever you actually take your mind to that place. Okay. So for the playlist, okay. Everyone for the playlist essentially said Gronk or Stafford, right? Like almost everyone, but his answer, he says, I have a fantastic dream that Cutler would be great at this. He would spin hit after hit, never letting the party stop. It would be unbelievable. After the party, I imagine sitting down with Jay and asking him, how did you get so good at this? His answer would be, DJing is my passion. It's all I ever wanted to do. Damn football got in the way of my dreams, and that is why I hate the sport so much. Then he would take a long pull from his from his Gronk beer and just stare off in brooding silence. I just thought it was brilliant. Like, com- that- completely brilliant. Like, we all talk about how Jay Cutler degaps, and we finally know why Jay Cutler degaps. is because he actually just wants to be a DJ. Right, because he he stays up till four in the morning, uh, uh, re- remixing songs and making his own original songs with drops of other songs. Yeah, I mean, that that makes sense. Because I, I mean, clearly, football is not his passion. Oh, so. clearly, that that it's just so much. Just it it just it made it like brought so much together for me. It made so much sense to me that answer. So congrats, Dean. You're in there. Uh, this next guy, uh, Nikolai Pitra, he says. Uh, so he had a, a great story that combined questions one and two, but I wanted to talk about the worst draft pick uh, answer that he gave. He said, uh, mid-season, I found out about you guys and loved the pod. Right off the bat, I felt I felt like I had new friends. I even stole a little of your material to look cool in front of people. I was about to start living the stream. Then it happened. A new episode dropped where Denny ripped on people who drafted Matty Ice so hard that it brought tears to my eyes. I, I, I felt like... Kid on the playground being ridiculed for still thinking fart was the F word. I, I felt so ashamed. I learned my lesson, dropped Maddie, lived the stream, and went on to win the title that year. Looking back, best and worst draft pick ever. Oh man, that's a, that's a great story. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty hilarious. Then <laughs> the fart for F word thing was very, very good too. Well, yeah, I'm looking on the playground. There are certain things that you got made fun of for not knowing, including Santa's not real. Uh, Tooth Fairy situation, and also um, Tooth Fairy situation is the name of my next album, by the way. <laughs> um, and, but and also, uh, oh, how where babies come from? Right. Whew, if you didn't know that, mm, right. you're getting crushed. Um, so the next guy that made the uh, the next person that made the the league is Carlos Kesbers. Um, and th- he sent in the answer to the Home Alone one. It was the the best answer that we got to the Home Alone one. Um, it was a GIF. Of of Macaulay Culkin, you know, whenever he looks at the picture frame and has that disgusted look on his face, and then it shows the picture frame. Uh, isn't it like Buzz and his girlfriend or something like that? It's Buzz and his girlfriend. Yeah. Right. So he, he he looks at the picture frame and he's got this like this disgusting look on his face. So I click this GIF and I I see and and Macaulay Culkin's like, oh, this is so gross. And then it shows the clip of the picture, and it's 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 a picture of Denny from his draft day consultant's profile. <laughs> It's so good. So, oh my god. So I'll I'll post that one to to uh to Twitter as well because that was just absolutely incredible. I don't think that I or no, I might have posted it on my my personal Twitter. Um Really? Yeah. I didn't see it. it, it I mean, maybe I did. Absolutely incredible. So Carlos, you are you are definitely in this league. Did I accidentally block you for real? I, I haven't you, you seen might it. Have. I sent it to my friends, and they were like, "That's actually like a real thing." We're horrified by your face every time we see it. <laughs> uh, the next person who's in is uh, so. Wait, let's see how many more we have. We have one, two, three, four more teams. Okay. The next one, Eddie Straight. Okay, Eddie Straight. I'm going to read two answers from him. 
for the Home Alone one, he said, no question, Home Alone over Home Alone 2. Home Alone is the great clips of child-starring home invasion movies. <laughs> it's, it's efficient and doesn't take, it doesn't take up too much of your day. Home Alone 2 is the $80 haircut version of child-starring home invasion movies. Sure, it seemed like a good idea at the time, but two hours later, you're questioning your whole life in an attempt to figure out where it all went wrong. In that two hours, you could have gone to Great Clips, watched Home Alone, and had $65 left over. But my favorite part, I, don't, I just thought this was hilarious, uh, for the, the favorite moment uh, uh, answer, he says, anytime you guys talk about dad running, Jason Witten, J.J. Watt, it's gold. But my favorite moment is a throwaway line, and I'd be surprised if anyone remembers it. I do remember it, though, after he said this. J.J. was doing a mini rant about the name Rhett and said that's a name you get by smashing the keyboard. So great. But then the best part about all of this is, is at the very end he says, thanks for your consideration in the entertaining podcast, Rhett. <laughs> he signed it. <laughs> he signed it, Rhett. It's unbelievable. So no way. His name's Eddie, though. But it was still absolutely hilarious that he can combine those two things. It's good. Yeah. So the next one, our second female, Denny. Oh, nice. Yes. nice. Oh, right, you told me two women. This is great. Yes. This is fantastic. This is Mel Campo. Um, the reason that she got in, uh, she had some unbelievable Photoshop, which, again, just hilarious Photoshop, which, again, we will, we will post those to, to Twitter. Um, but she also said, Jay Cutler grills the burgers because he's the kind of guy that has a secret recipe and he acts like a whiny baby if you think someone's trying to steal it from him. Uh, steal, it fr- steal it from him. It's so, so it's actually easiest to let him sulk by the grill all day. I thought that was pretty hilarious. <laughs> he's, he sulks so yeah. hard. She went, also went on a rant about how the, the Home Alone movies are so screwed up, like just, just completely jacked up, which they are. Like, like well, looking, the, in what way? Just like, like the, the, the fact that this child is alone. And what do you mean in what way? I, I'm sorry, I don't know what you said. jacked up. That can mean anything. Just like, just, just like screwed up. That this like this kid is like being invaded by these monsters. Right. I mean, it's frightening. But it's frightening it, for children. Uh, yeah, I think that there is definitely like some suburban paranoia in in, in those in those movies, but. Suburban paranoia is very 80s, so I'm wondering, like, how that... But but this is also funny, so it's not really, like... He was never really in danger, right? Right. I mean, I guess. I mean, you... And, I, like, he... he uh, why wouldn't he not have been in danger? Also, also, if it was... If, if Home Alone was made in 1985, the uh, antagonist uh, w- would have been black and on drugs. <laughs> so, like, let's, let's just recognize that it's distinction. But, yeah. yeah, that progression. Um, so the, the last one, or the, sorry, there's two more. The next one is someone who put in more effort other than, pro- probably more effort, maybe than other than the last one I'm going to say, than anyone else. Uh, there was a lot of writing in what he said, but there were also very, very good, uh, answers and great Photoshop. Um, he did this incredible Photoshop of Alex Smith with a halo over his head next to my microphone box. And that microphone, like, you know, the jacked up microphone box. And, uh, but the microphone box had actually turned into a fantasy football trophy. Like the winner, as if the winner of our league is going to, to win that, which would actually be hilarious. Yeah, but. <laughs> That's the trophy of this league. Anyway, it's Ross Thane. So congrats, Ross. You're going to be in the league with us this year. Uh, he, also, right. he also admitted that he drafted Nate Kading in the sixth round once after there was a kicker run. Right, right, and, and he said, this is the application that said, he drafted Nate Kading, who, by the way, the year before, I think he, he went berserk, like, he was, he was, like, an elite top-end kicker, right, mm-hmm. and then, and then, in the opening kickoff of the opening game, he tore his ACL, mm. I think that that, that that's what I he mentioned, that. It. and I remember that happening, because I remember I started him that week, and was like, well, <laughs> Like I cannot believe that my kicker just shredded his ACL, right. and and uh, yeah, so he missed the whole year. So yeah, sixth round pick. That is that is something. That, that is, is something. Else. That really is something. But I'll be honest, Ross's application was very very thorough and very very good. But I've never seen anything like what we got from the guys from Norway. There we go. The Spears, as they call them. So there's two guys that are going to own one team. Uh, I made sure that this is going to happen because I emailed them. I didn't even tell them that they were in the league. I just emailed them like a hypothetical, which then they obviously knew that they probably made the cut. But mm-hmm. 
It's Mr. Spears, and I don't even know how to say the GM Saxhog or something like that. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> look, look at it. Go look at it. I, I will. I just, I just wasn't expecting. That. <laughs> and they made this video, and I tweeted the video. It's not even worth like discuss. Like the, the video was one of the most insane things I've ever seen in my life. It was, uh, I would say it was like a, like a surrealist film. Like I, I took a film class in college and every time we watched anything, um, I felt like I was hallucinating, um, you know, and, um, and so when I watched that, I was like, oh, is this like a metaphor for the Korean war or something that I don't understand? Like the Frank, the Franco Russian, Prussian war, you know, it's just, anyway, that was, that was a very surreal experience and I appreciate it. It was a lot of work. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. So definitely check that out. It, like I, I can't I can't put words to what I saw in that video. Like you you have to watch the video to really truly understand what like why we chose them. Right. I um yeah, I watched it again. I played it backwards and I uh, on mushrooms <laughs> and it made it made a lot more sense. Right. right exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So those are the so let me just recap again who made it. Me, you, Tom. That's 3. Melinda Moshholders four, Robert Towns is five, Joe Latore is six, Andrew Schmidt you're seven, Dean Becerra you're eight, Nikolai Pitra you're nine, Carlos Kesbers you're ten, Eddie Strait eleven, Mel Campo twelve, Ross Thane thirteen, and the Spears from Norway. We have we have people representing from Norway as the fourteenth team. And the Spears are running one team. The Spears are running one team. This is correct. So we'll figure out when we're going to do the draft and all that good stuff, and we will we will do a podcast while drafting. Thank you guys. I, I mean it. Like, thank you so much for sending all these applications in, for giving me incredible laughs uh, probably at, like, midnight uh, while I was reading this while my wife was sleeping upstairs um, because <laughs> you guys sent so many freaking applications. Um, and, and seriously, I hope that, like, I, I, I mean this in all sincerity because I know we were joking about people getting cut and stuff, but, like, I don't – you know, it's not like it's an easy thing to just be like, like people that really want to play in a fantasy league and do this league and we just say no. Um, I'm, I'm really, truly, I, like, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't mean to, like, hurt your feelings about that. Yeah, but you, you know what? For everybody who missed the cut, just remember this, uh, that by uh, July, JJ will be so sick of me that he will replace me in the league True. with someone, and he'll just uh, he'll just pull pull one of your applications. True. So just True. rest assured that when I'm kicked off the pod, <laughs> when I'm replaced, um, then uh, my 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 spot will open, and then you know someone will step in. Uh, your dad would step in. My no, my dad would never set a lineup. No, but your well, your dad would at least step in and be my podcast co-host. Oh, oh, <laughs> I see. <laughs> Man, he has. Let me tell you, his free agency takes are pretty, pretty like, high. Like, like, like NFL or like in during fantasy season. Oh uh, no, no, uh, no! I mean, uh, like, like now, yeah, like with free yeah. agency. I, he, he, he has like really good takes on Johnny Manziel, by the way. Like good as in accurate or good as in hilarious. No, none of it is accurate. <laughs> I figured as much. None of it is fact based or anything. But we might need him. We might need him in June or July when things are slow. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. No, definitely. And uh, and yeah, we need to get him to talk about. Well, did we get him to talk about Deflate Gate because he has a lot no, on that? No, we did not. That would be interesting. Let me tell you something. He, I mean, it is, it is just white hot fire. Like he, like he, he, he thinks that they're like super cheaters. Well, that's the thing. It, he fluctuates between like calling Belichick the devil and the Patriots the worst organization in sports to like Tom Brady is handsome and should run for president right. one day. So I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to bring him back on because that was clearly a favorite. The, one person though put it very well, where it, he said it was the greatest moment in podcast history, and that it might be tough for us to like if we like we don't want to like let people down. With, with another, with, with, another with another great yeah, part. but but I I to me to me it's well worth it to me well, to yeah. me you can always just like if it sucks and you can just always go back to the other episode well and also look you can you can just throw out stuff and he'll just he'll just go he honestly didn't even realize like what was happening while we were recording like he didn't know he didn't know that you know that uh his his phone rang remember 
was filming, and then he looked at me. He was like, "Hey, Dan, go go get my phone." I was like, "You can't just say you can't." I mean, the thing is, we're, we're rolling. Right, right. So good, so good. Anyway, those are that. That's the league. Uh, we'll, we'll send out more details next week. We'll talk more about football. Uh, probably talk about some other random stuff as well. Uh, Denny, are you doing some writing right now? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, over at Rotoviz, I have some MFL ten. Uh, hashtag analysis um, on that fine site. Uh, I have I had one about uh, high upside um, late round quarterbacks, uh, which uh, pertain obviously to what we do, and maybe I can talk about that at some other point when we are actually talking football. Yes, uh, and then obviously we got a lot of stuff going on over at Number Fire. Uh, just did that Eagles Browns breakdown today very quickly as a reaction thing, but I'm I'm publishing. Uh, if you guys read that Devontae Freeman article on uh, him being the biggest value pick based on expected points based on his ADP over the last five years and doing one on wide receivers right now. And you'd be kind of surprised as to who some of the guys. Hint, hint, Brandon Marshall is number three from last year. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the answers to all the applications. Thanks again for sending them all in, and we will catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Live in the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long, it's fast. For more fantasy football info.